Hey, it's your girl Truth in Love with T.Y. I'm here to talk to you today about getting that sex life spicy and keeping it that way. So rather you're new to your relationship and you want to keep it spicy or if you've been in a relationship for a little while now and you're starting to feel yourself falling into a rut, I got 10 ways that you can spice that love life up and keep it quality. All right, so my first tip is to prioritize alone time. Things like date nights or movie nights, they kind of put you in the mood because you're away from the children, you're away from your normal environment, and you hopefully are sitting in close proximity and the intimacy is ignited um, through having date nights. And the reason this is so important is because sometimes the sex gets put on the back burner because you're so focused on good things, going to work, taking care of the house, the children, paying bills, and sometimes the stress of those day-to-day activities can push sex to the back burner and you forget how important it is and how pleasurable it is. So number one, make alone time a priority. Number two, focus on quality, not quantity. So rather than worrying about how many times a week you have sex or how many times a month you have sex with your partner, make sure that when you do have sex that you are connected. It is quality sex. It is not just a wham-bam, just so I can get this relief and this release really quickly. Uh, A couple things you can do is flirt with each other. You know, foreplay starts before you get into the bedroom. Things like uh, cooking dinner or uh, men, if you want to do a household chore that she usually regrets doing, you take it over for her and say, babe, I got that, or I did this um, for you. It can also be touch just throughout the day Walk up to your partner and touch them. Um, Not necessarily in a sexual way, but physical contact just reminds people that there is this intimate aspect to your relationship. So flirt with each other and also tease each other. So uh, there's nothing wrong with (laughs) going throughout your day and every now and then, uh, men tend to do this more than women. You know, grab grab your woman's bottom and say, you know, a little something like, how you doing? Or give them a little kiss on the neck or rub your man's chest something like that that kind of gets him in the mood to say all right now you didn't mess around and got the motor running so yeah make sure that you flirt and tease one another to kind of build up that sexual energy number three is to accept that it rarely is perfect so sometimes we forget that Sex is like any other experience in a relationship. Sometimes it is absolutely fire. You're both in the same mood. You're in the perfect place to have it. Uh, You know, you're both kind of wound up and and wanting each other, desiring one another. And it just is fireworks. Um, That's rare if you think about it. Usually sex is just basic. It can still be intimate. It can still be quality. But if you're expecting every sexual experience to be like a scene in a porn, a porno, that's not being realistic. And it's putting a lot of pressure on the both of you because uh, quality sex is so much more meaningful than quantity sex. You can have sex every single day if it's just, you know, humping like dogs and then you go your separate ways. I would much rather have maybe one or two Uh, days per week that my partner and I can do these things that I mentioned have a little alone time we've had time to spend with each other flirting and teasing and then the sex just happens naturally and organically and it may or may not be that 10 but it definitely was a beautiful moment between the couple 
So I say number three, accept that it's rarely going to be perfect, but celebrate the good ones. So the other part is that is when it is fire, it's all right to high five your partner. (laughs) Say, baby, that was it. You know, let them know. It makes them feel good. Him or her feel good to know that they satisfied you. Number four is go with the flow. When the feeling hits, do it. So this is difficult for some people because they feel like sex is only to be had uh, at night or in the dark uh, when the children are away and in the bedroom only and this sort of thing. And I say insofar as you don't get arrested for public indecency, if the mood hits, go for it. If you and your partner are out and about running errands and you see a little dark area where you all can go ahead and do what you do in, in private, do it. If you're in the living room watching a movie, he looks at you, you look at him or she looks at her or whoever. And that moment strikes you, have sex on the damn couch. It doesn't have to be regimented. When the feeling hits, do it. Number five role play so for me role play in the strict sense meaning costumes and scripts it's not really my natural inclination but what I could do in terms of role play with my partner is to perhaps go to a bar and uh, even if we drive there together go in separately and he sits on one side of the bar and I go to the other side and we pretend like we don't know each other Maybe a man will walk up to me and try, you know, to buy me a drink and I'll go, no, you know, maybe I'll accept it. I don't know. Maybe a woman will walk up to him and, you know, shoot her shot, whatever. But at some point you make eye contact, you send him a drink or he sends you a drink and you end up talking to one another. Now I could completely role play that all the way through to probably sex in the parking lot. (laughs) But role play makes it fun. You know, think outside the box. And again, some of you may be up in the attic whipping out the Halloween costumes to role play. More power to you. Uh, But for me, it feels more natural to play strangers out and about. I like that. So yeah, number four, I'm sorry, number five is role play as strangers or dress up. All right, we're halfway through this top 10. So I just want to remind you of a couple of things. One, on August 5th, I'm sorry, August 17th, from 12.30 p.m. until 3 p.m., I am a keynote speaker or a guest speaker at an event called Unlock Your Fears and Release Your Fullest Potential. It is in conjunction with a panel of other motivational speakers uh, and successful entrepreneurs. And the whole theme of this two-hour workshop is just that, learning how to live beyond our fears so that we can reach our fullest potential. Because fear is only a figment of our imagination and it is as only as real as we say it is. So I hope to see you there August 17th from 12.30. Registration starts or check-in starts at 12.30 and the workshop goes until 3 p.m. It's going to be at the Westin downtown Cleveland and tickets are available now on Eventbrite so again unlock your fears and release your fullest potential I hope to see you there I'm also going to be a guest speaker on a radio show called Chill Talk with MC Chill very excited about that I always get MC versus DJ I think he's MC Chill definitely MC Chill Um, so I'll keep you posted about that but I'm really excited 
uh, about that. All right, so let's get back to this top 10 ways to keep the sex life sexy with number six. Number six, don't talk about everything. So some people, and I've been guilty of this, some people feel like in a relationship, you and your partner should have 100% transparency. And in a way, that is true. Um, it's true in that you don't need to have secrets from your partner, specifically secrets that if revealed could make your partner feel like they were in the dark or like they don't know you the way they thought they did. You know, those kinds of things you absolutely want to be transparent about. But don't feel the need to know every micro detail about your partner's life. Don't interrogate or interview them. Um, kind of allow things to happen naturally through conversation. The, the minor details to happen through conversation. Um, and the reason for that is it allows for this mystery. So when you do have these date nights or this alone time, you're actually talking to one another and discovering one another, which can be very enlightening to think you know your partner and then they tell you this detail about themselves and you're like, oh wow, that's really interesting. But if you sort of uh, interview them to death in the beginning of the relationship or every time you have a fleeting thought, uh, it kind of zaps all of that anticipation and that the levels of the relationship kind of minimizes that. So number six, don't talk about every single thing. Allow for some mystery and discovery in the relationship. All right, now we're at number seven. My favorite is eye contact. So I'm a fan of eye contact in the intimate sense, but also in terms of human interaction. Um, I am a huge proponent. I've had people tell me that I look through them or that I have, you know, really powerful eye contact. And part of it is because I do have sort of an almond shaped eye. But I believe another part of it is that I look at people with intent I, with intention. I want them to know that they have my full attention. Um, I'm also watching their facial expressions and their body language and things of that nature. Just me being a life coach and someone who observes people for a living. And so I absolutely feel that eye contact in the context of sex is amazing. If you think about it, it's one of the ways that strippers are able to really do a, do a, th do a number on people, right? They, they move their bodies. They have these clothes or, you know, costumes or what have you, or, or they're naked. I don't know. But the big thing is when they are dancing for a client or for their, um, audience, they meet eyes and they lock eyes with you. They look you deep in your eyes while they're winding and doing whatever they're doing. And it feels so intentional and it's so powerful. So imagine if you do that with your partner. A lot of people avoid eye, eye contact during sex. And I dare you to try this. When you and your partner are full on in, into the sexual act, I want you to open your eyes and look at them. And try your best to just relax and just notice how the the energy changes when they look back into your eyes um, and at first if you're not used to doing that it may be a little off-putting you may feel like why am I staring at him while we are doing the thing but please know that it is natural it may not be natural for you but it's very natural to, to connect visually um, with your partner while you're having sex so give them eye tech whenever possible um, during the act. Okay, I was about to go somewhere with that, but I'll save that for another podcast. 
<laughs> All right, we're at number eight. Number eight is something I bet you did not think about. Number eight is forgive. Leave no issue unresolved. So another thing that happens in um, relationships that can affect the sex life is unresolved issues, also known as resentment. Uh, you acquire these levels of resentment because you have one on one unresolved issue and then you stack another one because relationships are work. Uh, and so if you don't unresolve one issue, please know that the next one is on its way. And if you have not practiced with your partner, the art of disagreeing for the purpose of finding common ground or communicating clearly and respectfully if you argue and don't resolve anything you're going to end up with a wall of unresolved issues and when you have unresolved issues sure eventually you're gonna get that sexual buildup and you'll bang one out or whatever but that it, it won't be quality sex because sex is intimate and how much better is sex with someone who you know respects you, who hears you, who sees you as a partner, who uh, understands you? That is just winning. So make sure that when you do have a disagreement with your partner, don't avoid the confrontation because on the other side of that confrontation is enlightenment. It's um, you, got, you guys get to know each other a little bit better. You feel closer to one another. And another way that forgiveness happens is through makeup sex, right? When your partner feels validated and heard and you've resolved this, this issue and learned a little more about what to do and what not to do with one another, sometimes that, that, that hugging it out at the end can turn into very quality and intimate sex. So always seek to seek forgiveness with your partner or or to seek to forgive your partner and i think that you do that through uh clear communication and through not having any unresolved issues all right last two on my top 10 of ways to keep the sex sexy is look hot at home so this is not just for women gentlemen as well obviously most of the time you're just bopping around the house you're not really thinking about coordinating your outfits or anything like that. However, more often than not, wear things that are um, appealing to your partner. So it may be a, a little house coat or a nightgown, but don't wear the one with the coffee stains and the hole in the front uh, all the time. Uh, one thing I like to do is uh, I buy maxi dresses or really soft cotton dresses and I wear them for years and years and years and eventually they get a little ratty and not quite crisp enough to wear outdoors. So I'll wear these cute dresses in the house. They're V-cut, they cling to the body or they flow really nicely. Uh, that's one of the ways that I look hot at home. For men, I know you enjoy wearing your favorite boxers or your holy t-shirts and all that kind of thing, but the same thing. If your woman likes to see you in a tank top, wear some tank tops. Or if she likes to see you in your boxer briefs as opposed to the regular boxers, you know, serve her a little boxer brief. <laughs> you know. Um, also, just because you're at home all day doesn't mean you can't put on clothes let's say it's a Sunday and you're just lounging around that doesn't mean you have to wear the worst of your clothing it's okay to put something on that that is you know, one of your better t-shirts and some shorts or um, like I said for women some cute little booty shorts and a tank top 
it's not necessarily trying too hard, but it's making sure that you acknowledge the fact that your partner is visual and that, again, foreplay starts with teasing and with um, flirting. So just making sure that you look hot at home. Not 100% of the time, obviously, but whenever it crosses your mind, say, I'm going to put, especially if you want a little nookie, put on something cute. You know, pin your hair up and do something different. Keep it hot at home. All right, people, we've arrived at number 10, which is a little tongue-in-cheek. But number 10 is to argue naked. (laughs) This, I feel, uh, and I'll be more specific, argue naked or um, have a disagreement in bed. That, that, you know, or discuss your issues in bed. And what, what tends to happen, again, if you and your partner have mastered the art of communicating with one another for the purpose of uh, finding a solution, finding common ground, and then forgiving, then you're right there. It's, it's going to boom. You're already in the bed. So how awesome would that be to be able to just roll on over and get it lit, right? So arguing naked, uh, I don't imagine two people standing in a living room, um, boobs and balls out, having a disagreement with one another. But hey, if you live alone and no children or animals are harmed, argue naked, whatever. But it also, arguing naked, it also adds this sort of almost comic relief to it because how can you focus on what you're mad at? You know, how mad can you be when you're looking at the body of, of the person that you love or that you're in love with? How mad can you really stay <laughs> when you're looking at Bay? Hey, that rhymed. So, I hope this was helpful. I'm always looking for interesting topics to record podcasts about. Again, please favorite this podcast. I get notifications as soon as you do, and I tend to respond back with a message of gratitude. Um, also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Truth and Love with Ty. I'm also on Facebook under Tanya Rankin Hyphen Richardson. And every day of the week, usually Monday through Friday, I post questions and comments to kind of get people thinking about their health and wellness, about their relationships, both with their children and with their family, as well as with their romantic partners. So let's get engaged. Let's talk about it. I'll see you all very, very soon. I'm not sure what my next podcast topic will be, but um, I promise to keep it interesting. This has been Truth and Love with TY. I thank you so much for listening. I'm almost at 100 uh, listeners, and that is major because I just started this podcast not even 30 days ago. So I appreciate you all so, so much. Please remember to share this podcast, perhaps with your partner, so that you all can work together to get these 10 things popping and get that sex life on fire. All right.